0: Cybersecurity has an ability now, within kind of the new CISO paradigm, to lead and help maintain these things with customers. This is the business. Hey everybody, welcome back. Brian Hoagley with CISO Life, brought to you by Side Channel. Find me anywhere down around on Twitter, and obviously you're on LinkedIn hope you're doing well hope you're having a great new year's uh obviously a lot of exciting things going on for everyone seeing all those great jobs everyone's landing that's awesome congratulations everybody you're obviously putting in a lot of hard work and you know managers are coming through on hiring so you know if you're in the cyber field congratulations if this is your first uh foray into it uh and also condolences uh welcome to what we call the suck i'm kidding uh you'll enjoy it it's a lot of fun but um you know keep learning keep pushing had a really great conversation today with uh mayor of a local city. Uh very excited side channel is opening up a uh office, headquarters now in Worcester, Massachusetts. And uh just did a little TV thing with uh, the Chamber of Commerce from the great uh, great Worcester Chamber of Commerce and got me thinking about, you know, uh why are people, you know, interested in cybersecurity? Why should they be looking at cybersecurity as an operational risk? And it's uh, you know, the uh the discussion that we had uh you know centered on you know well what do you do and why are you doing this and why should you care so what do you hone in on that you're uh that you're actually you know going to follow this and if you're a customer or a client you know you're a company let's figure out why should you think about cybersecurity as a risk what is it that you need to hone in on? Well, first and foremost, a lot of customers that we talk to, a lot of clients, it's it's the value that they're going to lose because there's revenue tied to a customer that they have. They have their customers, right? And their customers are paying them money. Well, don't you want to protect this, right? That's one, all right? I think a lot of people just kind of like overlooked that. It's like, oh, well, no. Who are your key customers? Where, what, how much revenue is being driven? Are they reliant on you for something? You're providing a service, some type of application, system, anything. What, what is it? Look at what you need to be able to produce that to those customers and figure out, are you protecting that? Because if something were to happen and you have an incident, could that disrupt this revenue stream for you? Well, operational risk, right? Enterprise level risks. Um, another one that we talk a lot about is regulation. All of me knows that I'm terrible at writing. Which is funny for a guy who has a light board. Um, regulation is a big piece. You know, do so you not want to, you know, try to look good in orange? Do you not want to have fines? You know, do you just want to play ball and follow regulatory requirements, legal requirements that you have for you and your organization? Probably want to. Um, and you need to be looking at well, what are those requirements? Um, so regulations on the one, okay? Um, plain and simple, I think, uh these two biggest drivers, right? Um, but then also just, you know, your own reputation, your own brand, okay? Brand damage can happen. Reputation damage can happen. Now, this is associated with customers, but think more about protecting customers as current customers, okay? Think about protecting brand and reputation as future customers, okay? If you get a bad name in the industry, or you're looked at as not a safe bet or a safe risk, you're going to have a harder time overcoming that hump, right? Overcoming that obstacle to be able to land future customers, okay? Because that's going to be, it's going to be associated with you that you have a reputational risk. Okay. Um, now you can overcome that by you know doing some things to restore faith in uh in your customer and future customer base. Equifax is a great example. One of the three credit unions that existed, Equifax had a massive breach, right? And they didn't just say, okay, well, we're just going to continue to do what we're doing. We're going to just mend relationships, right? They hired a superstar style CISO, right? To come in, a name, to bring things in. And and he's doing some great things. Um, I don't know the intricacies of it, but, you know, there seems to be faith restored in Equifax as a credit, right? A credit, a a credit So. You know, you'd have to take some type of action like that, right? Well, that's very reactive, right? Having a customer, a current customer impact and trying to mend that relationship, that's very reactive, right? Not staying ahead of regulations, that's very reactive, right? You have an opportunity to look at what you're doing today and saying, look, if I recognize that cyber is an operational risk out of the gate, I can become proactive in addressing these areas here. And you know, it's going to cost you less. Let's look at let's go back to left of boom. Okay. Um this can be a variety of things that settle into what is boom. But the reality is it costs less money. The farther you start doing things left than if you did something on the other side. Right? Okay? So being proactive, right, before bad things happen, and that goes with anything. Go with building a house. Go with looking at your own insurance. That could be, you know, just getting a new client. It doesn't have to be cybersecurity. But, like, you know that's why this this concept, I think, should resound pretty well with folks. Thinking about this stuff farther left before it happens should cost you significantly less money than thinking I having to deal with it afterward. So here, let's accept that cyber is an operational risk. And now let's look at a few areas of why would cyber be an operational risk to me? Where could that have an impact? What is my motivation, right? Think about like, you know, actors in, uh, you know, what's your motivation for this scene? Your motivation as a company, you know, could be one of these three things. There are others, but I will tell you, when I talk to clients and prospective clients, a majority of them settle into these three things. The fourth one is the board is asking about it. Leadership is asking about it. But I would couple that very close to regulation and brand because, you know, regulation is outside entity telling you you need to be doing these things to keep, you know, staying in this sector and working, right? Kind of like a board or executive, like we need to be doing these things. These are the new laws, the new rules, if you will. Regulation could just be new rules, and along with brand and reputation damage, right? Like that concept and the board and those guys and girls and leadership, and whoever's telling the CISO, telling the organization as a whole, we need to address cyber. It could fit into any one of these. Okay, so I don't feel like it's a it's its own. But let's you know what we'll do a Bob a Bob Ross. We'll just put a happy little tree over here, and we'll say you know forward, say, okay, the c Regulation, current customers, future customers, okay? Cybersecurity has an ability now within kind of the new CISO paradigm to lead and help maintain these things with customers. This is the business. Everyone's talking about you need to be able to speak to the business, you need to speak to the business. That's great. That's internally, you need to be able to help and work the business what we need to do is be part of the business. You need to with current customers, we need to make sure that they are happy and comfortable. You need to stay on top of what their new needs are. With future customers, you need to be able to remove aspects and roads, blockers and whatever from the sales cycle, okay? That's where security can now help and be the business while also keeping regulations in check, keeping the board informed and, you know, obviously trying to stay as far left of boom as possible. Yeah. <laughs>